Blog Talk Radio. I hope you learn to make it on your own And if you let yourself, just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose I hope that it's the realest thing that you ever know Hope you get the pretty girls that's pretty at everything Million dollar cribs having million dollar dreams And when you get it all, just remember one thing Remember one thing That one man could change the world could change the world All I, all I wanted was a hundred million dollars and a bad chick Imagine this a Muslim nights it felt like that I had it Back on the mattress, staring at the ceiling, trying to connect the dots But it's all making those attachments I'm talking dreaming so hard, some nights it felt like draft day You know, my... My stepbrother used to flip them bags outside the crib like it was trash, day. No Kim K, buddy, bag, yeah, yeah. But when you get it fast, money slow down, don't crash. With all the drive in the world, where you still need gas. Look, think about it. Close your eyes, dream about it. Tell your team about it. Go make million dollar schemes about it. Success is on the way, I feel it in the distance. Used to look up at the stars and be like, ain't too much that's different. I be shining, they be shining. Get you one shot, don't you miss it. What you know about waking up every day like you on a mission and I hope you learn to make it on your own And if you love yourself just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that's what you're I hope and that's the realest thing that you ever know Hope you get the pretty girls as pretty as everything Million dollar Chris have a million dollar dreams And when you get it all just remember one thing Remember one thing One man could change the world One man my grandma told me if you write your name in stone, you'll never get the white out. I grinded out that black hole and performed up at the White House, standing next to Jim Carrey. We traded stories and laughed. I said, You're not the only one I know got rich wearing masks. Where I'm from, I swear they broke. They need way more than the cash. We need more than what you have, and then we need more than that. But how I'm supposed to say I'm tired? If that girl from West Virginia came up in conditions that I could survive. Went to war, came back alive. On top of that, became a female black captain. When being black, you had the extra, extra try. Way before James Brown made us proud. She bought a crib on the same street as Marvin Gaye right there on Outer Drive. And she taught me how to drive. And she raised the kids, then the kids' kids. And she did it right. Taught me how to love. Taught me not to cry When I die, I hope you teach me how to fly All my life you've been that angel in disguise And I hope you learn to make it on your own And if you love yourself, just know you'll never be alone I hope that you get everything you want and that you chose I hope that it's the realest thing that you ever know Hope you get the pretty girls as pretty at everything Million dollar cribs have a million dollar dreams When you get it all, just remember one thing Remember one thing That one man can change the world One man can change the Good, I'll let you grab my Bye.
Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience that's very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at $125. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Empress sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the Empress sent you. The Empire is a place where I talk, you talk, but everybody gets to talk. It's where you can speak openly, honestly, and without worry or hesitation about being politically correct. It's your forum to discuss what matters to you and to me. Individual expressions are boring and they can create nothing but a monologue. Who wants to know all about just me? I want to know about you. So if you want to tell it like it is, the empire is where it's going to go down. Check Facebook or my website for show times and days as those days and times may change. For more information, contact me at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com for when the empire speaks, the empress And she um, was very offended. And I hope that 
she can understand that there was there's never on the empire. We're never here to attack anybody. I, I don't. I just don't roll like that. I want to invite people to have something to say, uh, and I want to invite people to have a point of view that I hadn't really thought of. She had one. The show went to the toilet because it became a personal vendetta. It became uh, something that I did not anticipate happening, and so because of that, I think for a minute. Um, I, 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 I love having people on the show, but I do usually interview and I fail to do an interview just because of time and um, priority for uh, her. Um, but I did interview the other two ladies who were on. I appreciate them coming on to the show. I do appreciate her still coming, but the thing about it is, is nothing can be resolved in the world if you don't absolutely listen. And, and like people, I think, are listening. People now are listening for the hiccup. They're listening for you to talk out of turn. They're listening for you to say the wrong things, and they're hanging on, you know, the ends of things, not the essence of what's being said. And it's kind of scary. Sometimes it makes you not want to do anything and I think I was in a funk about how poorly I think that show went because I felt like it was an opportunity for people to just say their piece without being hurtful but you know what sometimes you have to speak the language of the people some things and some people's opinions are just going to be hurtful I am a big girl but I do have uh you know, emotions and feelings, and it hurts sometimes not to be understood. One of the reasons why we have the empire is because I want people to be able to have a voice. Sometimes the most popular train of voice or the most popular positioning is not uh, something that feels good. It's absolutely a truth that kind of does sting, and I don't apologize for sticking to a truth that I feel like is mine, um, just as much as I feel like everybody has that ability to stick to their truth. I don't want to, that's why I don't want to damn anybody's position. You have your position, I have mine. And, you know, it, it was, it's amazing, too, with regard to that show topic, the number of people who had uh, a lot of uh, uh, insight with regard to whether it was their personal experience or the experience of those in their family or the religious experience. They all had an opinion, and everybody's opinion does count. Some just have more weight than others. Some just were able to be more explained than others, and I think it just took on a beast of its own. And, and just related to that show and that topic with relationship to this show and this topic, tonight was supposed to be a show about, let's say, uh, understanding where we are as a black system, understanding who we are as black people, understanding what black issues are and how they differ from other social sets of people and their issues, because I think there is a difference of people. People are different. You know, we've had the show about people who that's all they do is see damn great, and I don't know who those people are because that's just not realistic to me to understand that we're vastly different. And even the things that we say, how the things we express, where we go, what we like, collectively uh, separate from each other for you to then say, you know, I just see shades of gray. You're just blind as a bat or you're just deciding not to say what your truth is. Or, And I can understand that everybody's not willing to put themselves in a position to be criticized. And that's sometimes what I do. I know that. Um, I'm, I'm, I grow by telling the truth of where I am. And telling the truth is like the essence of tonight's topic because Okay, we talked about Bruce Jenner last week. 
he has decided that he is going to become what he is on the inside. On the inside, he was a female, and now he's going to make that outside match. As a matter of fact, he had a worldwide reveal of what he wants to look like, and some people didn't like it. Some people said he was damned, that this is the end of the world. Some people said this is just Sodom and Gomorrah coming to light. Some people say that this man is totally confused. Even some psychologists say this is just an expression of a, uh, a disease pattern of psychology or a psychiatric disorder that was pulled from the books a long time ago. I can't even say whether or not I know exactly where I want to sit my hat on that. I, I'm not sure. I, I don't know still. I think that there are a multiplicity of issues. And then we come to tonight's show. And, you know, this week just period has been a lot. I mean, there's been a lot of chatter uh, on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everywhere. Actually, there was a teacher in California, and, I, you know, I pick on Florida and I pick on Texas a lot, but I love all of the United States, but there are just some special ones. In Florida, California, and Texas are just those, and it's just by the example of what everybody saw in the media this week. Just this week, not really happening this week, actually happened a couple of weeks ago where a 14-year-old girl was accosted by a cop thrown to the ground, and since has resigned from the police force, had a public statement from the governor of the state of Texas, as well as representatives from the police force uh, there where that happened, and it's not enough for some people. It was absolutely too much for some people. He needed to have been throttled for some people. Some people want to take him to jail and give him a life sentence over misconduct. Some people were praising him, absolutely excited that he was able to stand up for his community and represent the men in blue. I ain't confused at all about that. You know, that to me was just a blatant excessive use of force. And the same people who kind of was on board with the whole Bruce Jenner issue felt like this was expressly out of order. Well, there were some people, too, who also felt like this was not out of order. This is what you have to deal with because we didn't know, you know, Fox or Fix, the channel read Fox, Fix. You know, they just say whatever they like to say, and they support uh, this cop. I mean, it's just obvious that they had no issue, felt like no civil liberties or rights were uh, unjustly uh, abused or anything like that. I, I was just shocked to hear so many of the commentators just totally give pass to this uh or representation of control and the ability to protect and serve. That's all I can say about that. So from there, we left Texas, and a teacher in Florida decides to Facebook and tweet her personal opinion of support to that officer. Uh, it got screenshotted because it was very, very racist. It was, And, you know, when I say racist, I think that a lot of people know when you use uh, innuendos and situations of, supposition that have to do with race that are just, they're just a position and they're not a truth that you are being racist. Like when you just decide to assign some characteristics just based on, on a person's race that uh, you're being racist. And she said in a nutshell, and I'm 
desperately trying to find the actual tweet because I hate to take people's words and use it in short reference or paraphrase because the content of what people say uh, matters when you're uh, when you give a pre a preface to it you give the background to it and even if you didn't know anything at all just with what she typed was just out of order like I was just shocked and and to boot she was a fourth grade teacher in the uh, school system who's responsible for being um, a major and a very intensive uh, influence over, you know, fourth-grade students. And, I, I, you know, I'm not saying that a fourth-grade student is any more or less uh, influenced by their teacher. I mean, we've seen it in the news where older children are influenced as well. But she has some really harsh words to say. And in a nutshell, because I can't find it and I don't want to prolong the show, but she had this to say. She said that she basically understood why this man did what he did, because if it was up to her, I found it. I found it. I got it, and I'm going to read it, because it's easy It's easy for me to say, you know, I don't agree with what she said, and then in the same breath, and I have her exact words, but her exact words, and again, she's a fourth-grade teacher who decided blog or tweet what she had to say about um, this, um, you know, this situation. And she said that I'm not a racist, and um, she was sick of them causing trouble. And her exact tweet uh, was, I'm almost at the point of wanting them all segregated on one side of town so they can hurt each other and leave the innocent people alone. Maybe the 50s and 60s were really on to something. Now let the bashing of my true and honest opinion begin. Go. Now, I don't care what the backstory is. The essence of what she said in using just these all or case, because, of course, I'm one that you have to give people a benefit of the doubt to explain themselves on social media because you don't hear anything. You don't hear intonation. You don't hear emotion. What you just do is you read words, and the words say this. I'm almost to the point of wanting them all segregated on one side of town so they can hurt each other and leave the innocent people alone. Maybe the 50s and 60s were really on to something. Now let the bashing of my true and honest opinion begin and go. There's nothing at all of question in her position. She totally feels like there is something positive by segregating people into one group versus another group. She also said that she thought that maybe the 50s and 60s, and she didn't say attitude, but the whole segregation idea and what was happening during that time may have not have been such a bad idea. I actually had to cut down one of my friends because he said he actually agreed with her because she said she agreed with segregation. That is not what she said. She said that she would like for segregate, to segregate herself and people like herself away from people like them referring to black African-Americans, and she also said that she felt like the 50s and 60s were onto something as if to suggest that the mistreatment and the downgraded uh, uh, to less than an animal, counted as stock, was appropriate to uh, allow 
in some way, like they were on to something good, like that may have meant something. She also had, this is just a really shortened part of it because there was some more that she had to say about them flunking out of school. She also said, I guess that's what happens when you flunk out of school and have no education. I'm sure their parents are just as guilty for not knowing what their kids were doing or knew it and didn't care. You know, that's that's powerful. Like if you are, I don't care if you were the educator of the troll team down in Podunk, Texas, and aim but three students. If you take to a social broadcast like that and you say things that are that racially motivated, that degrading, and that supportive of the mistreatment of people, the backlash is is coming. I, I mean, she to me, she adds for it now. What happened after that is she lost her job. A lot of people have come to her aid saying that that should not have happened. Um, But it didn't stop there. You know, it seems like when one crazy happens, it starts to spread, and that was all the way from a Texas event to California. Um, And and, and Florida, you know, they don't get left out of a whole lot. But this this is all over the world that a lot of this is happening this week. And so I thought, you know, we could just talk about race and we could talk about what it is to be a sound black person and then wouldn't you know it. What happened? What had happened was is I turned on the TV and I'm seeing, just like everybody else, the social feeds blow up. Now, they actually started a couple of days ago. I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it because I did not get the gist of what was going on. And when we come back from this commercial break, we are going to start to open up the phones. If you are wanting to weigh in on this subject, I'm I'm all ears. Like, I'm ready for any question. I'm ready for any platform. I'm ready to ask some questions because I think that a lot of people have taken offense. To our next upcoming story, yes, we're going to talk about Rochelle Dolezal. Dolezal. I don't. I, I want to say dynamite. I don't know why. I want to say dynamite. I don't know if it's because her hair was really cute and it looked kind of like an app. I don't know why. I want to say dolomite, but uh, we're not going to call her dolomite. We're going to call her by her real name, and we're going to talk about the white who decided that she was going to go ahead and get her black on. Yes, she said it, and she ain't taking it back. I don't know if you read it, but I believe we're going to have a good show tonight, not because it's going to be extra. I think that a lot of people don't know why they're upset. I, 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 don't, I don't know if some people are able to articulate exactly why they're upset because some people just mad because they stay mad. They mad about everything. And all I do is post on their page, are you being mad or a little mad? Because I don't know what's going on with you. But we're going to be right back. going to take a little commercial break. And, of course, I want to give the disclaimer early. I'll give it now, and I'll give it after this little commercial break. I identify you by the last four digits of your phone number. I don't know you. You don't know me. I would love for you to share with whatever you have to say and this is your platform this is not just for me to tell you what to do I learn from you and I like to hear when people are able to articulate themselves and tell me what's on their mind as I do you what's on mine the last four digits of your phone number is where I identify you when you hear me call the last four digits of your phone number then I can see you and you should be able to hear me you look bad you feel bad and your bedroom gymnastics just are plain done you ain't on fleet the best way to tap into your inner sexy is to find it with nia jackson yes nia is the owner and operator of pyc studios and listen 
Let's say you want to learn how to twerk. What about pole dancing? What about booty pop? What about just learning a sexy dance for his next birthday? Yes, she is here in Hoover. She will help you learn your pace, carve out that tone, sexy body that you have, while all at the same time teaching you how to be a beast in the bedroom. Contact Nia at PYTstudios.com or call her at 205-444-0066. Tell her the Empress sent you. Okay, well, we are back, and tonight we're talking about the state of our states and what state is that. Baby, it's everywhere. Like, we can't even isolate it to one particular state. We're all over the place with a lot of things that are going on, and the most recent is the situation with the Spokane's NAACP NAACP president. Now, what's so extra about her? Now, unless you've been under a rock, or just not on Facebook, or just not on any social feed, and not watch the news, not heard the radio, unless you have just been asleep for the last two days, the NAACP leadership in Spokane, Washington, has a representative who is the president who teaches African-American studies at East Washington University, uh, and she uh, has been in this uh position, I think since March of 2014, it may be a little bit longer, but a lot of the information I think is being removed. I, you know, I'm suspicious, but that, that's all, I, that's as far back as I could get some of her history from reputable sources. But Rachel Dolezal is the head of the NAACP chapter there in Spokane, Washington. Now, just for a little bit of history about the NAACP, the NAACP was formed in 1909. And it was formed to ensure the political, educational, social, and economic rights of all persons, particularly persons of color. Now, what was odd to me, I didn't know this. A lot of the things about the NAACP I did not know is that its headquarters is in Baltimore, Maryland. Now, they didn't have so much crap going on in Baltimore. They, okay, so when you say national, the NAACP, what does it stand for? You know, some people don't even know, and I get it mixed up a lot of the times, but it is the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. It's an organization, like I said, that is supposed to help equalize the rights of all people, but there's also a clause in here that says that it is to eliminate racial hatred, racial discrimination. Its name is uh, retained in accordance with the term used for colored people uh, because it also includes more than just black people. Um, Any person of color is really why this association was formed. And actually, there has not being um uh overwhelming number of notable persons who who are presidents over this. The most recent and the youngest president was elected a guy in two thousand and seven named Bruce Gordon. He was an activist in in Georgia and then there was a replacement of him in um February of two thousand ten, a, a Georgia senator by the name of Julian Bond. But there's a female in Spokane as a as a as a person of interest tonight and this sister uh just recently got outed. Outed how? Uh there was a newscaster from the station KXLY who just went on and asked her, Baby, are you black? 
And if you don't believe me, he asked her just like that. You can go to YouTube and you can listen to it. You can hear how he asked her. And he basically just asked her, are you African-American? Are you an African-American, Miss Miss, uh, Dola Dolazal? And I don't know if I'm mispronouncing her name. I hope to God that I'm not. They asked her very plainly, are you African-American? And she said she was confused by the question. She didn't know what you meant. She refused to answer. And since then, this child's parents have come out and said that, you know, no, she is not African-American. She has actually lived the majority of her life as an African-American woman. Actually, the last 27 years of her life, she has lived as an African-American, and her parents had this to say. They uh, said that we are uh, that she is well. They went and pulled his baby's birth certificate. Like uh, I don't know why that was necessary, but they pulled her birth certificate. Said yes, yeah, she is a white child. They described her really weirdly, and I don't like the way that they described. It. They said yes, yeah, she is a pasty blind child who was born with curly brown hair, and it's curly now, but she has blue eyed, pasty white skin parents. And this was in one of the press. Press news is, but she uh, has lied about her parents being um, multi-race or interracial. Okay, let me go ahead and put you back on on hold. Um, But I I, I will do this. I'm going to open up the lights in just a little bit, but I didn't know all of this about her. I just thought that she just on the surface had been outed, but this goes a little bit deeper than that. Dolezal said that she had grown up in living on the land, you know, that she lived in the teepee. They hunted for their own food. They used bows and and arrows, and that she had been abused by her stepfather, that they lived once in South Africa, that her father was African-American. And um, after speaking with her parents, none of this is true. Now, this is a person that has to be elected to this position, uh, and she took this position just last year. And I think I have a caller on the line that had a particular position about or I asked a question that was very uh, warranted, and, and, and I understood why. 7476, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. I'm here, boo. Okay. And, and who am I speaking with? Myra. Hi, Myra. Listen. I I, I want to know, first of all, were you upset to find out that this woman portrayed herself to be African-American? To be honest with you, no. No. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. Um, I did get mad. I, did, I didn't get mad because I didn't get mad. I'm just going to put it like this. I'm going to say what else I have to say to until we get, you know, deep into the discussion because I just don't want to do like last week. I just don't want to just, just give everything and just take up the time. No, I did not get mm-hmm. mad. I didn't get mad. Okay, and I have my reasons for not getting. I didn't get mad at her. Let's put mm-hmm. it like that. I didn't get angry with her because mm-hmm. it's a shame that we have people of other race that take their time out and study up, study Mm -hmm. what we like, study what we don't like, study how we Mm -hmm. act, study how we react. They know more about us than we know about ourselves. 
So I did uh-huh. not get mad. I didn't get mad with her. But I, uh-huh. I, I, I feel a little upset with the NAACP myself because we look at them, we join them to, for them to keep us informed. I think that they are supposed to keep us informed of what we're supposed to do, uh, what we need, what we don't know. I, I expect them to, like some of the stuff that you just told us, I didn't know. I, I, I uh-huh. would have never known if I had listened to the show tonight. So those are things that uh-huh. black people, when they join the NAACP, we're expecting to be a part of an organization that, if in time of need for a voice for the black community, uh, just the, the African American community, however you want to uh, call you, whatever you want to call yourself, because some people don't. I don't like saying African Americans because I didn't come from Africa. I didn't come from mm-hmm. Africa. Now, whoever wants to say they come from mm-hmm. Africa, that's fine. But I didn't come. Now I don't know how mm-hmm. I got here, but I didn't come from Africa. But anyway, mm-hmm. it it. It hurts me. I think that this lady, she knows the type of money that the NAACP had. This woman has studied this group, and she knows how. She figured out how to manipulate the system to get where she needed to get. It's not something that she just come up with overnight and decided that she wanted this position. And it's somebody that's inside of the NAACP is working, had worked this out with her to get where she is. She just didn't do this by herself. So as it unfolds, hmm. we're going to find out more about this that's going to surprise us about our own rights. Hmm. So we were probably, what you're suggesting is there was a price for this infiltration, and you see it as an infiltration, and she just took advantage of an opportunity that had a financial gain. Yes, because... Um, it's a, this is a saying that 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 I've always been taught. You don't put people that don't have money over money to watch your money. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm I'm pretty sure that the NAACP has lots and lots and lots of money, but here lately, seem like everybody that they get put in uh, over whatever organization or wherever. Here lately, there have been certain things that come out that you hear just a little bit about, and then it's kind of it just fades off, and we don't ever pay any attention to it anymore. And it just go on and on and on. So, like I said, this mm-hmm. lady, I'm I'm sure I'm almost I can almost bet my head on a chopping block that this woman mm. know more about the NAACP, the African-American community. She just didn't do this overnight. She just And, and we still have people that are, are, are just actually studying us, how they can get over on us, how they can move in, um, how they can create something that we'll just sell ourselves out to, to, to them, how we'll just buy into, say, for instance, uh, getting our lips, you know, boost up or uh, uh, getting our booty mm-hmm. stuck out because somewhere somebody has told somebody that this if you don't have a big butt sticking all out, you mm-hmm. don't look good. Okay, come on. What? Why Why mm-hmm. is it that every other race have to come up with something for the African-American community or for the black people? Why? Why, mm-hmm. why is it that somebody else has to invent something for us? Why can't we invent our mm-hmm. own stuff? Why can't we just be 
founders of, of whatever we're going to use or whatever we are uh, that's going to help our people, why can't we be our own founders of what we need? Well, I think that that is the that's the part um, that NAACP is supposed to kind of uh, reach the gap to. The 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 and and I'm just speaking kind of freehandedly because I'm not a spokesperson for it either way it goes. But I thought that was odd too. I just couldn't understand how someone that was absolutely visible. That's the other thing. I went I googled her to just to look at some of the things that she did. And I'm telling you, this lady did not sit in an office in a corner somewhere. She was extremely visible. Um, I don't know if. I don't know had I seen her or been in her company to to question whether or not her ethnicity was true or not. But to be honest, I have seen uh, African-American people who are interracial, which is what she claimed. She claimed that her father was uh, black and that her mother was white, and that's the reason why she had the features that she had. She also went to the uh, depths of saying that um, – she had her hair texture. She she actually gave a conference, and I couldn't find out where and when this occurred. But if you Google her and all of her uh, platforms, every platform that she absolutely had, she was representing herself as if African American. I and I, it. it I, I try not to make everybody like literally crazy. I try to. Stay away from saying, you know, something had to be wrong with her because to the extent of where she uh, went with this was unbelievable. I mean, she was a professor. She was a learned person. So she was not uh, someone who was just acting out, I guess you could say. Back in 2013, and, of course, they're going to go all the way back to as far as, as they can get documentation on this woman now because they have actually filed charges against her, not charges, but they started an investigation because they said that this is absolutely not appropriate for the role that she plays and she misrepresented who she was and the details about herself. But not only did she lie about her childhood, she lied about everything uh, that brought her to that point. She actually has a channel, had a, had a YouTube channel, whether it's not it's there or not. I did um, – I did tag myself to it, so if it disappears, I should be able to pull it up on my station. But it says that she would would teach people about um, the uh, black hair, tips on how to take care of black hair, how to get black hair to do like hers had because it's a very wanted type of texture and styling, this free Afro, she did some things with that. She talked about but she had on what the Some of what she did was additional hair, just like we do. She did sport weaves. She did sport braids and those sorts of things. But she did have a seminar about that. She also did an advisement um, to talk to people about how to respond in the movies. Uh, you know, she said she said that she advised black people this. It says sit in the top back row so that during a movie people aren't constantly looking at you to monitor your response, the black response to the film. Uh, later on in that day, she posted about the character Lapita 
Nyong'o, who was the very first beautiful black African-American woman who was on the uh, red carpet back in 2012. She was in 12 Years a Slave, I think, and she said this, when Pasty makes the dolls, when Patsy makes the dolls with the braided arms in 12 years, it brought back memories when I was a little girl and made this, I made the same Huss dolls in the garden, only I braided their hair instead of their arms, which, you know, I don't know if she's telling the truth or not, but the truth, one truth about her upbringing, though, to her defense, is that she was reared. Her parents adopted African-American children. Those children lived in the home with her during her childhood, and so a lot of her experience with siblings, were with African-American children. She also, after graduating high school, went to a predominantly African-American school. I could not find the actual name. It was, some of the, some of the um, references said it was Troy, didn't say what Troy, didn't say what state she actually went to school in. But um, I was just a little bit overwhelmed with the extent. I thought this was just a, someone who was just trying to get this job. But, no, this has been for a long time. Time, her parents even had to say that she has always felt like she was a black person uh, on the inside that she was a that she was African American, and once she was of age and left the home, she asked that they not communicate with her and practically denounced herself from being of any other race. And so people respected uh, people who didn't know just assume that she was what she said she was. Other people who knew that she was just refused to out her until uh, recently. And, you know, her pen, I don't know how you can just disassociate yourself with your mom and your dad. Like, first of all, you'd have made your daddy black and he not. And he's living. Like, okay, he, didn't you see people. a picture with the black man? Wasn't a well, black man on the TV? Yeah, now, there was a black man in some of the uh, uh, pictures that I posted. Those pictures are pictures that she's taken with individuals that were in <laughs> African-American movements and causes. Now, th these were not family members. Uh, none of the pictures that I posted, and I have not yet been able to find any pictures of her with her siblings. So all of the pictures that you see of her were in her political forum, were in her political place, and were under the assumption of her being an African-American woman. Um, you know, I had to be the first person to admit, and I, I won't, I'm sure I'm not going to be the last person to admit, she pulled it off because she was able to be versatile in her look, which is very, very common to I would say mm -hmm. black women, like we're very versatile yeah. to how we can look, and she is a little bit of a fashionista. She took uh, very particular uh, advantage of understanding our culture, at least being around it. Or do you mm -hmm. think that she really did assimilate? Because I think to a, to an extent – some people want to act like, you know, this is a white girl, she got white parents, and she should act and be a certain way. We all know people who have been in, in areas of influence from the time that they're children that they take on the ownership of their community, whatever it is. The opposite is also mm -hmm. black exactly. children who exactly. are 
are reared and raised in other areas of of life and may say, you know, um, you know, they were raised by white parents or they were raised in white communities or they were raised in more professional communities. For us to expect that this uh, female is just totally a fraud or should we be sympathetic to why she did what she did or does it even matter to you? I'm asking you, Myra, because the other callers are on block. Uh, it to me, it it really, it I guess no, it really doesn't matter to me. It it, it really, like I said, she she studied um, the African American community, and and she apparently she did a good job at uh, studying us because she know more than I can really probably say about my own culture because I've like I just said when you first came on. You said some things mm-hmm. that I didn't even know, you know, about her, about the NAACP, all of this and, and that. And so I just, I can't, I guess that I'm not because I know black people that mm-hmm. have gone to school and been around their friends was white. They listen to white people music, which, you know, quote, end quote, we really shouldn't even say black music or white music, but, mm-hmm. you know, they don't listen mm-hmm. to, they don't listen to R&B like we do. Um, they sound, mm-hmm. their, 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 their tone, their voice is, you know, that of a Caucasian woman, a, a male, because that's who they've been around since childhood, you know, and, and, and that's, that's what they know. And that those tend to date people, um, mm-hmm that are outside of their race because that's who they've grown up with. That's who, the music they listen to. That's the environment mm-hmm. that they like to be in. And if that's what you like, if that's what makes you happy, then I'm happy with whatever makes you happy. As long as you don't come mm-hmm. over here and try to disrupt me or change my belief into believing or thinking what you want me to think. Let me be me and I'll let you be you. So I'm, I'm well, you to know, be honest with you, I'm really not, I'm not uh-huh. mad at her. I mean, it really makes me feel good to know, hey, a, black woman, a white woman she, wouldn't look like a black woman. Girl, that's what I said. That's what I said. That's I'm going to get mad. Baby, I'm going to embrace these big boo-boo lips I got. Okay, <laughs> come on over here. Get you some kinky hair just like mine because I got plenty of it. But, you know, I I don't know why people, I haven't seen that particular perspective. I do understand being insulted because I can understand how, because I, okay, when we go back to the Bruce Jenner thing, and I know those are apples and oranges, but it is still the the cross of the person is the same. Bruce Jenner has Uh been saying whether or not I believe him or not, inside he is a different gender. This woman very plainly says and has lived as proof, in my opinion, non-political, and in some ways it had nothing to do with the job because she hadn't always had this job. But for all of this time, she has lived as an African-American woman, so much so that she's assimilated to a point to where I don't think it looked forced. I don't think it looked – she's done it so long that she had a desire for something, um, and to the extent that she 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 learned it as a profession, she teaches 
some of the, and, and it sounds teaching, like some of the things that she's teaching is just something that she had to have learned because she couldn't have experienced it because she's not uh, biologically a black person. But she's given instruction and proper instruction, say, for instance, for some one of the blogs that she had for the hair care. It's absolutely sound. And you care enough about understanding that people see you from the other, you know, row differently that you're instructing and you're learning and you're doing something productive. One of my friends actually uh, posted, she said, why are we even mad at her? Did she do a bad job at the NAACP? Did she mess something up? Why are we mad at her or are we just jealous of what she looks like versus us? And it sounded very similar to some of the same um, type of commentary that had come down about Bruce Jenner. Like there were men who were and women who were congratulating the exterior uh, explanation for I'm now a woman. And there are people, too, because I, I got to give it to her. The chick half was laid. Like she got, she, she sure got was. out I mean, about she herself. Good to me. This is she, she. And there was one guy who said, if I look like she does without all of the extra, I would want to be black too. And I kind of see there is just a different, there's a whole different person when you look at the picture of her where she is just who she is and the pictures of her now. I'll be interested in knowing what she looks like after all of this blows over because I I took it as more of a pat on the back. I mean, she did not go and get no butt injections. She did not go and get her lip plump. She did not go and have her breasts done. She didn't go and do anything to enhance her actually physically other than tanning and making up a story about what she naturally looked like now. Maybe we'll come out later that she's had surgical procedures and those sorts of things. But the biggest issue is what actually is black then? Because um, black is not an assignment in my idea of what blackness is. I have heard probably every slur and everything that she's hearing now today about her not being black, and I'm absolutely black. Like, my mama is black and my daddy is black, so I equal out to be black, whereas she is just taking on some characteristics of black. What 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 do you think about uh, that? Do you think that there are some things that people are just kind of getting all up in arms about that ain't got nothing to do with being black? Exactly, exactly, because I have, I have, a, I have a girlfriend who is white, Mm-hmm. Kim would cut both of her arms off to to just wake up tomorrow morning and look like a black woman. She acts like she acts like she black. She communicates with black uh just black people. Her friends are black. She only date black men and and she's white. And mm-hmm. I have people that come into my shop that are white and we'll get on the mm-hmm. subject and start talking. And the first thing they say, well, you know, President Obama, he's not, he's not mm-hmm. black. And I look at them, I'm like, okay, my mama's mama was white, completely white. Mm-hmm. If Obama mm-hmm. is not black, then I'm tall black, African, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just people, when they just get in their mind, what they, whatever, whatever comes over them, or whatever they get sold out on, that's just that's 
that's just who they just they want the world to see what they see. But I can't see what you see. Only you can see what you see. When I see it from my perspective, whatever my mind interprets, whatever whatever my registered to my brain, that's what I perceive. What I perceive is not going to be the same thing that registered to you. We don't. I mean, does that is that confusing? Or, or does that does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I mean, that why get why get why get mad? I mean, why get mad at this woman because? We have so many African-American women that I know I I have a a family member that has children by a young lady. Her mom is black, and her dad was Mexican or whatever. But on her children's Mm -hmm. forms at school, she didn't circle uh, African-American. She didn't circle black. Um, she just she checked other, but you black, <laughs> but she checked other, mm-hmm. and 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 you know her. I mean, everybody in Jackson County know her, but that's just something. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't supposed to come outside of the school uh, system. I'm not gonna call no school name, but I just had a family member. We was just talking and just a general conversation, mm-hmm. and she just said. You know, she checked up on her uh, on her paperwork. So people will say stuff out, but behind closed doors, they'll do, do something totally different. Okay, you and I, we will speak our mind. We will tell, you know, what it is we like, what it is we don't like, what we for, what we're against. But we're considered mm-hmm. as being crazy. We're crazy mm-hmm. because we have sense mm-hmm. enough to tell you, okay, you're not going to do that to me. You're not. I'm not going to allow you in my private space. Just step back. I'm not going to let you make me do this or make me do that. When you do that, you're considered as crazy. So what does this lady mm. consider that? Mm. That's and see, that's what that's I think that's is going to be. So that, that's what's going to be the issue is because I think there was more outrage with, you know, black people because there was nothing really negative that she's done except for personally to her family and probably publicly with regard to that position. But in essence, her work speaks for itself from as far as I can tell. There's nothing that she has done inappropriate. There's not been any, like, you know, non-ethical related type of exchanges under the name of the NAACP done. As a matter of fact, there are some things that full-blooded black members of the uh, NAACP has done. There was so much support for uh, Jesse Jackson's son after he was noted to be stealing. And I think using Mm -hmm. drugs while in office, misappropriation of funds is what he was doing, and it was proven, and it was true. And and people still, Mm -hmm. and they still wanted him to represent. Oh, don't that just right. don't, don't don't remove him. Let him say that. See that right. that's 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 the worst problem that we have in our community. That we're our worst mm-hmm. enemy when it comes to that. If you're not a part of the clique, then mm-hmm. you get kicked. You know, you 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 mm-hmm. you you go. You don't do that. I, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna choose you to do that because 
you know, you and our friends, and, and our, I like everything you say and do. So I'm going to vote for you to be, you know, this position. I want you to get it. No, mm-hmm. give it to the person that, that you feel is best for the job. Not about yeah, the color of your opinion. I, I, but I, see, I, we, so... don't, we, don't like, we don't like for people to say, well, you know, that's a black woman over there. But we say, we, and, and we don't like, we get offended. When 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 other races use the N word, but we use the N word more than anybody. Black people mm-hmm, are the most mm-hmm. racist group of people there is. And the reason I now, say that, people and people that. get mad, and people get mad at me when I say it. But the, the reason we're the the most racist is because we can't let what happened in our past go. And until you let what go, uh, uh, what happened in the past that we were told about because we never lived that, you and I didn't, because of our age. Mm-hmm. We only can go by what mm-hmm. we read, what we heard our parents mm-hmm. say. Until we let that go, mm-hmm. then our relationship, mm-hmm. if we're saying that we're Christian, I'm just going to say you and I. If we're going to have mm-hmm. a direct line of communication open with God where we can communicate, I can't condemn white folks for what happened back during slavery. Because when, mm-hmm. I'm do- when I start doing that, then I get I step in God's way. I'm trying to take over his business. That is his business. Mm-hmm. I have to keep mm-hmm. my eye and my relationship open with him. I can't condemn anybody because of the color. When I see different things go on, yeah, it's it's not right for those people to do it. But I don't hate a white person because they said use the N word or they shot or killed somebody. I pray for that person because I know both families are losing. But you, there's a point in your life where you have to get to that feeling like how I feel now because probably about three mm-hmm. or four years ago, I didn't feel that way. Oh, if, if you said mm-hmm. something, if you used the N-word, you know, my relationship with God is not, back then, it's not like it. It was not like it is now. So now I see and think kingdom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I mean, I don't, and, and people will be saying, you know, I've even had Facebook friends that say, well, Myra, you know, you uh, you say that, but if it happened to your son, if it happened to my son, yes, I would be hurt, but still and all, I know that we're dealing with spirits here, first mm-hmm. of all, mm-hmm. and, I, you know, I don't, I don't wish anything bad on anybody. I try not to wish anything, and I don't appreciate you know, somebody just going out here just gunning our black males down. Yes, every night I pray for our black men. Not only my son, I pray for all of them, black and white. I pray for all of God's children because we're all unique in our own way. And we just, America just takes things. So oh, just show me in the Bible where it speaks of uh, white, black, Mexicans, Hispanics, Caucasians, all this different stuff we just, in the world, we just implement ourselves and, and just put it somewhere. And then we try to revise it overnight and just want people to just live by it. Mm. I mean, how is that well, I, I, It's not, it, it doesn't correlate. And I think that's one of the, that that is actually used sometimes as a tool for separation um, with people who do, they do believe in um, a word but they don't believe in in the uh, Bible. Um, some of my friends are um, Muslim, and some of my friends are, I don't even know, they don't ascribe to a certain religious 
affiliation, and they 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 attend churches, they um pray, um, but it's just not an organized title of of who and what they believe in, and some of the reasons why they don't ascribe to particularly Christianity is because it's felt that that the wholeness of the truth of it is has been manipulated and that that's the reason why black people are so sheepish that's the reason why we're able to be uh uh we were able to be segregated that this is a fulfillment of the scriptures of us being the people who are supposed to be let go like there and there is you know not non biblical non religious factual truths to some of what they say but it's all dumped into the same bucket the, the mm-hmm. easiest way for me to distinguish it is when you get that sniff of hate because he's he don't he don't function by that. Like that's one of the exactly. tests that I have with people is when they have this damning of one but not the other. And see, like when when I, I was shocked at the number of people who were like they weren't really praising the Bruce Jenner thing, but they weren't damning it either. They were all just oh you can yes 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 yes. But today. When we're talking about just a female that's just tanning, she literally hasn't <laughs> had any surgical procedures, and you're damning her because she has her. decided to. Exactly. Right. It's a, it's a female for one, and then she's decided to be one of the most stereotyped persons on this earth, a black woman. Like, she has determined that she is a black woman, which is not cute to be a black woman right now. It's not even favorable for her to want to be on that team, but that's what she has chosen, and now it's like there's a mode of people trying to destroy her and all of her because of that. When everything that she's done and spoken to has been on a positive, there's not been a... um, she not ghettoed out. As a matter of fact, she's a very professional person. She's always had her affairs from what I could find. There's not been anything. There is an integrity issue, of course, because we don't we can't trust you to tell the truth about your own family. But there's something wrong when you have to totally deny the the very essence of who you are. Like I get it. I get like people who say, you know, I love hair and I just like the way hair feels flowing. I just love curls or whatever. I just love nails. Like I posted a picture earlier with these these fingernails that look like claws. I just can't. I don't like. I just personally don't like it. Okay, it doesn't even look natural. As a matter of fact, it looks animalistic when you have points. On your finger fingernails, and it looks bad. And it's nasty. It's and, it's, and it's nasty. It's nasty. All you have to do is take a look under the fingernail, just a, a regular fingernail, without anything mm-hmm. on it under a microscope. It's, it's it looks like mm-hmm. you're looking on the ground, just on the, on the naked ground. So how can and, you but actually some people, clean yourself or do anything? Would you want someone to some serve people, you? Oh, well, that's a whole nother, yeah. I mean, that's just different, but, but I'm just it, that's a hygiene like, issue. But they can be, they exactly. can, I'm sure that there are some people who are wearing them that's clean. I'm sure it's got to be some people that's wearing them that's clean. It's just not my forte. But for me to totally discount 
all of who that person is just because it's not my preference is one thing. But if you're using your your hands like talons and you're going around stabbing people or just like the guy, like it was so weird that just this same week, the guy who was on the news that was dressed like a leprechaun with his eyelashes flipped upside down, acting a plum fool, lying again about having seen this um, accident, had not seen anything about the accident, but people didn't even think about this guy has been shown to be a liar. He's on video having been a thief, and now he's arrested. And in the jail cell, after he just showed his right his behind on national TV, he went viral. He had a lot of celebrities to co-sign his ignorance. And instead of us seeing that, oh my goodness, all of this flamboyance and all he is is a liar and a thief, we didn't see none of that. People are still talking about the fingernail that's green and his hair. That's green, which has nothing to do with the content of who he was because he had a whole lot to say to the person interviewing, but all of that was a lie. And to me, this is no, this is like the same. It's absolutely really the same. I mean, we got a female who has, you know, all all of what she said so far concerning her family was a, a specific lie to create a new identity. Now, I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying I'm just giving it an explanation as to, you know, what she did. She decided that that's what she was going to do. And and in that part of her living, she has been true. She's dated black men. She's frequented, frequented black associations. She went to a black school. Um, I'll be very shocked if she's not a part of any type of sorority that is predominantly African American or one of the um, major black institutions. Uh, she went to an institution of learning that was for uh, African Americans. And like, I, I'm not saying that it's right because that's not who she is. I just don't believe it was of any threat. I think it was really um, uh, a way of trying to be some she knew she totally couldn't, but as far as she was able to feel comfortable, she left a whole life. She left her mom and dad. She left the possibility of being able to, because you know, one I and this might be racist to say, but once you go black, you it's hard for you to go back to that other side without people looking at you sideways. I just went to pick up something to eat right before but, coming home today. Mm-hmm. But okay, but who? But who's to say? that as a child she may have seen or heard something that's going on her. You know, we never know. We don't know. Uh, Exactly. When when I was a child, there was only white baby dolls. So I could have very well easily uh, wanted to be just like my dog and grew up, Mm -hmm. you know, wanting to be like my dog. So what if, what if she grew up in an environment, it comes out that she was in an environment where people, she may have thought that black people were just a unique group of people to her, and she just wanted to be like them. There are black people all over the world that want to be white. Mm-hmm. But why is it a problem when a white woman wants to be black? Mm-hmm. And see, that part of the issue, but, I was so hoping was, more people would, 
would call in and talk about that because that's the more common. I mean, that's that's not even a United States thing. That's a country thing because more people, even in the predominantly and overwhelmingly predominantly black countries like Africa, um, are they're, they're bleaching their skin. Asians bleach their skin to be Caucasian like. There are I'm, I'm talking about literally changing the chemistry of your skin tone just to hopefully be accepted, you know, and I think that's the essence of all of it. This child felt some type of way about black people to an extent that she wanted to be one. I mean, I know you've probably seen this little video of this little black girl, that uh, this little white girl, she may be five or six years old, saying that she was a strong black woman and she is as white as the driven snow, but that attitude that she had meant that I see something of value. I see something that is valuable in 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 a black woman. And not only was she just wanting to look like a black woman, she wanted her life to be that as well. She chose a profession. She chose a lot of different things that had to do with making her world African American. Now to to for me it's a compliment. A lot of people don't feel that way. A lot of people say, oh, here we go. They're stealing something else. I try to incite some of that type of talk with people, but a lot of people just, I don't know that they knew why they were upset. You know, some of the guys uh, inbox me, and, of course, it's game night, I think, and, and they said that they may or they may not come onto the line, and um, there are a couple calls that I'm not going to even try to open up um, on it. I want to go ahead and say, though, is that a lot of the men had things to say about uh, just the pure physicalities. I mean, they felt like she was just a pretty black girl, a pretty black girl that um, had all of the exterior markings of being on that fine line. She looked just enough black. She had just enough uh white in her um some of the guys uh said that it was just about the way that she went about portraying herself as black even when she did her interviews and those sorts of things it was always professional there was nothing ghetto about it there was nothing extra about her language there was nothing degrading about being a woman um with the exception of the integrity part but you know she didn't carry herself in a way that was downtrodden or anything like that and I'm I'm kind of I get that like I've seen the complete opposite and people just give total pass on it and just check it off and don't even check it like there that's the part that I want to end the show with I'm going to uh, play a quick commercial and then we're going to end the show uh, like I said the Empress was really really tired the other night and she is still having some bubble gumps from from that but we're going to um have one little commercial break if I can find it, and then I want to talk about the real, just the real, what I say is the real. It's the real for everybody. Everybody has their own say, but I just want to talk about something that I feel like is the bigger issue inside this issue. Listen, have you been right at the point of ready? Perfect shoes, perfect dress, perfect hair, perfect makeup, and you look a fool. Well, we're going to stop all that right now. Kevin Foster is the person for you. Aside from him being able to travel to you, being known for his white tape series, he offers a unique experience 
very, very inexpensive. It'll be worth the money that you spend. Prices start at $125. If you would like an appointment with Kevin, call 770-407-9025 to set an appointment. Tell him that the Emperor sent you. It's Instagram, Facebook, or on KFOS Photography. Tell him the Emperor sent you. I did not feel like at first that I was going to be excited about supporting um, this woman who is not quote-unquote woman of color. But I think that it speaks to something huge when the world at large is totally supportive, I would say in a majority, supportive of a man deciding to change his uh, sexual identity because you can't change the inside of yourself at all. But he decided to change his sexual identity so that he would feel better in this world that we live in. Then we have this sister who was born a Caucasian female who has taken on this persona of a black woman, has lived as a black woman, has functioned, has gained employment, has conducted her life, and even in some of her lectures and studies as that of a black woman um, in a very um, – Streamlined, uh, a very reliable way. Even though she lied, she lied just like Bruce Jenner lied. Uh, the difference between her lie and his lie is that she has yet first to explain. If if we ever get an explanation from that, um, I think it speaks to something that is just the same as he is. That there's something that was just not uh, kosher, or something that had not healed, or something that was kind of off. From the beginning, she didn't start this yesterday. She's not pretend. I don't think she's pretending. I think that she has assumed that there is something warranting being a black woman in today. And listen, today's world of all days, I think, is one of the hardest times to be a black woman. That statistically, we are the most unmarried groups of women in the world. Nobody wants to marry us. We have more children out of wedlock than any other woman in the world. We have work more hours and spend less time with the children that we do have than any other woman in the world. And she's decided, and I'm pretty sure knowing this because this is not a dummy. This is not a dumb woman. She still has decided that this is the life that I have. Now, to the detriment of of, of disowning her family, her, her, her brothers and sisters, her um her mother and father and lying I guess on the application. I mean, I every time they ask me to write my weight down, I'm gonna lie. You ain't gonna ever get me to write the right weight down now. you better ask I'm gonna pull out the license that I lied on there and, 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 and give you that. But to me the essence of her lie has yet to be explained. I think that I would take uh the option to say that I'm kinda of flattered that she would want to be with such a trialed type of woman, that she would want to even associate herself with such a, 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 a type of woman who we catch hell. Like we catch hell on every end and, you know, not do you ever hear of there being a movement about white women being thought 
a, a movement of white women not contributing, of white women not being beautiful, of white men, women being fat and, and most unattractive. No, you hear the exact opposite of that, and she's chosen against that. The problem I have is that we are willing and almost ready to crucify this lady, and then we got scores and scores. And this, this is one lady, okay? This is one lady that we didn't find out about. Maybe there's a couple of one or two or three more somewhere. But there, every time you turn around, you see a black sister not embracing her blackness, trying desperately not to be who she is. Or you see a black brother trying desperately to redefine who he is by assuming some stuff and some things and some people and having some babies that don't look like him, moving across country to get a little bit of change, and you decide that I don't even want to live on this side of town anymore because I'm not of this group. I particularly know a couple of people who their entire situation and, and, and socialization is as if being with and around the people that they look just like, are just like, but they are, you know, they are, you know, have some type of aversion to, like, it's cool. Like, nobody checks those people. No, nobody says anything about the, the, the really, really dark-skinned black guy who, for the life of him, is, like, afraid to, dark, to, to deal with the dark-skinned woman or women who have the audacity to say out of their mouths, I want to get me a white man or a light-skinned man so my children will look a certain way. Like, to me, that's the idiot uh, and the, I was about to say the bad word, that's the foolery. That, that's, that, that, to me, is worse off than anything because the association after the fact or the after effect of what you're trying to do, you still are who you are. And that's, this is the saddest part with this particular topic is because she, at the end of the, of the day, felt the need to run from who she is and what she is into a people and a certain group of women that don't even want to receive her. Steve Harvey said it today. Steve Harvey said, let's go and get her. Let's go and keep her. Let's have her because don't nobody else act like they want her. And she hasn't done anything of detriment in representation of us, you know, because we good. We will throw your ass back if you do not um, act right, if you're trying to be on our team. As a matter of fact, one of my Facebook friends just sent a a, 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 a picture to me about the racial draft of 2015 and made a funny about us trading Raven Simone for her when they actually have very similar features, very similar hair structure, very similar facial structure, and the reception of one and the rejection of other and the and the crux of what we're accepting one on and throwing another one away for is unbelievable. Like Raven Simone can get on national television. She did that, she got that this week as well. That too happened this week. She has become the permanent co host of the view. This is supposed to be the black representative of the show who does not even want to say that she's black, who does not even want to say that she's an African-American in America. But this is the person that we enfold, and this is the person that we say, okay, we're going to go and take her. But because this white woman who prefers to have darker skin, prefers to assimilate with a people who are full of culture, full of life, full of a lot of other things, like we damn her. I think that 
you know, nobody, even in the black community, can even say you, you're black enough. I mean, I, 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 I said that in the little um, spiel that I had earlier on Facebook. You know, I've been told you're just not black enough. And you know what? I don't know what the hell that means because I can't be anything except for what I'm made out of. Um, a hairstyle, fingernails, the intonations of my voice, the way I say the words that I say do not make up me being black. The fact that this female could go to somebody and have them braid her hair as beautifully as it was braided did not make her black. That was just something that she knew that black people who we got a real problem about what black is, we associate blackness to something that is tangible when it actually is an experience. And some people, even with their black mama and black daddy, are so removed from having a true and a whole and a full black experience. You're the one that's not black. And, and the thing is, is you can't even enfold your own people. Like you want to tell someone that they're not black enough because what they're not wearing Jordans or they're not black enough because they speak proper English, or instead of saying you're not black enough, you call them white because they have uh, productive lives or because they have decided that they want to, um, you know, go to school and not just hang out on the corner. That smoking weed, you know, some of the very the most negative things are associated with black people, and we have embraced some of that crap. And, and the only people who are going to care about removing that it's going to be us. Like, you out your mind if you think there's going to be a movement of white people that's going to say, oh, you know what, I see the essence of what they're trying to do. I see what is trying to be moved here, so I'm going to contribute to this cause. People have been throwing dollars at causes forever. People do that so that it will, you know, sometimes I think it comes from the heart, but a lot of the times stuff moves from the inside. On, on the majority of the times, things progress and get huge when something bigger than just what it looked like is, when it has some character to it, when it has some emotion to it, when it's really full from on the inside. That's why I can't really say that I feel bad for her uh, as a whole because, in essence, she has claimed exactly, she knows exactly what she want to be. Like, she, ain't no confusion. On, on her side of the table, you know, like we shopped and like I'm mad because her braids was bad to death. Like I want my hair braided now, but she knows exactly who and what she identifies with, and for that I cannot damn her. But at the same time, there is some level of defect and there's some level of disease when you can't embrace where you are because you know, all just just like. Uh, Caller was saying, Myra was saying earlier, there are some people in the world who are not African American who absolutely do have heart for that situation, for our situation, for our struggle, for the things we do go through. And for you to damn all of them just for your causes, like you're, that it defeats the purpose. I can't understand how you can ask somebody to be human when you're dehumanizing. It's the same thing I wanted to say to the lady last week. I don't understand how you can decide that you're going to get respect from a people when you're disrespectful. Like, it does not work that way. 
some things cannot be taken. You, you can't take some things by force. There's a there's movements and movements of people out there who are just so absolutely pro-black that they have missed the mark because what they'll do at the same time saying I love black people is call you a coon if you disagree with their methodology. Or they'll call you a cave walker because I would have been called all those things. I have learned so much about the way that people who are pro-African and African-American and pro-black, how they function. And they function by some things that are very telling. You cannot damn someone and you cannot disrespect someone into a positive um, admission into your society. If you're trying to teach someone something, you need to learn how to teach. If you're trying to convert someone into a certain belief system, you're going to have to learn how to woo. And, I, and, and, and I'm not saying trick anybody, but if you you crazy out your mind if you think you can say or call them out of their name enough times and that's going to make them move. No, absolutely. It'll usually sometimes push them closer to the causes that you're against in the first place, but I'm saying all of that to say this that what what like what you're made out of and who you are like that that won't change. The things that are changeable in your life are the things that really don't matter a lot of the times. Think about it. When we get tired of our car, we upgrade to a larger car. We want our hair different. We change our hairstyle. When our wardrobe is not sufficient for us, we go and we get another. The things that are really, really, really important, you can't do that with. You can't choose your parents. You can't choose your family. You can't choose your ethnicity. You can't choose a lot of those things, and those are the things that are what you build the other things on. Like, you can absolutely have a healthy relationship with someone who's not just like you. You have similar causes and you have similar uh, ways to get to the same, you know, different means to the same end, but you can't expect everybody to look exactly like that. Like, I, I need for people to hear that clearly. You're not going to get people to feel about your cause the way that uh, they feel about theirs unless you have some kind of, you know, leniency towards their way. But being a fake about it is not going to get it either. That's why the churches are messed up. That's why the schools are messed up. That's why relationships are messed up. People come dressed up with all of this extra stuff instead of showing themselves, showing who you really are. And, like, it's, it's I, I can't wait. This particular story I'm going to follow because I didn't know. I just really expected that this was just going to be another one of these little funnies, you know, just like Ed and Long. Everybody know he like boys, but we going to put some jeans on him and act like he don't like boys no more. We know that's what you like. You know, like I thought this was going to be, this is a, a white girl who really live in the suburbs with her mom and daddy and her white husband. And on the weekend, she decides she's going to be black. That's what I really thought it was. And that is not absolute, that is not what's happening here. And I think that it speaks to uh, one that we need to recognize that people want to be like us. I mean, <laughs> people, everybody is harping on that she, you know, she, she, if it wasn't the NAACP, maybe if she worked for, I don't know, the power company, I don't know, Starbucks, 
I don't know. It's like the whole idea, this is the NAACP. One of my friends was like, I don't know why y'all are all up in arms about her uh, being a representative of the NAACP. Very few of those um, presidents and spokespersons were black anyway, so she was no different from them. And it wasn't that. I think that when people hear NAACP, they think uh, themselves. They think of someone who is just like themselves. And if she didn't, she would not have gone through all of what she went through to um, to be the boy. And, and that's the other thing. I think if she would have just owned who she was, she still could have had a position. I mean, I don't think that it's even legal for them to say, okay, we're going to have to have a black person to be the president of this because it is the H.C.P. No, they didn't say that because that's racist and it's undermining the whole idea of it. I'm pretty sure that the face of of that place may have been, you know, we want someone black. But I know that it's not legal for you to say that it has to be a black person who fills this position. You're going to have to find a qualified black face in order to do it. And unfortunately, they found somebody, but baby, she was not black. I want you to listen to this song as we leave tonight. I want you to know that you can't be playing with people like that. Like, you can't play with people and, and their lives and how they see themselves. And I think that's another reason as to why some people were upset. And I ain't going to even lie. Initially, I was like, who she thinks she is that she can just go and buy her some yakky weave hair and tan her skin, and we don't think she black. But actually... She just wanted to blend with where her heart obviously felt like this girl wasn't playing. That's all I can say. She wasn't playing. This was not a role. And even in her response, when you look at the interview of uh, when the uh, reporter asked her if she was African-American, she genuinely seemed confused because it was like, can't you see me? I'm black. I mean, she even told her mom and dad that. So understand, you can't play with people. Be who you are. Because it's going to be, regardless of what extra you go through, people are going to see you for actually who you are. So don't play in the game. But never 
Thank you.